previously on Diceology. What I need to fix, um, not a lot of people know about it because it's, she is a rare, this, this orb, this orb is everything to me. Okay, can, I don't have to hold it. Can I see it? Yeah, yeah. So what does this have to do with this junk? <laughs> well, this it, junk is going to let us talk to this person because it'll... It'll project her body um, in a way where she can see what's going on. She can talk to us. She can hear things. And, but we need okay. to we need to fix the projector. Uh, let me see it. Just the any can. Okay, now I am gonna have to hold it. So yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think that's that turn. Sweet. All right. End of the first month. Woo! <laughs> yeah, you've been we here. Made it. Yeah, you've been here a month. What is that like? Also, it's been another month of Era being trapped, like really trapped. Yeah. Um. <sighs> tell me how. I mean, that, I think. Tell me how that is, and then tell me what you do with this last week of the first month of winter. Right. Um. I think, like, I think. Juniper would feel very at home and like happy here if Aero wasn't trapped. Um, mm-hmm. Like, because that's a really crappy thing. Like, she really wishes she could be sharing like the hot springs with Aero and like take her to like see the cool farms and, you know. Um, and it's just, it's just like an icky feeling, like knowing like this is taking so long to like get her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, like, she won't be totally back exactly. And so, right. um, so there's like a very heavy sadness there mixed with a lot of gratitude for the yeah. people she's with, um, for making all like this hard process so much more comfortable, um, mm-hmm. and welcoming. And so like for this fourth week, um, I think it would be appropriate to play a Firebrands game with Aira. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was there another question you asked me before that? Nope. That was kind of okay. that was kind of cool. it. Yeah. I was just wondering what what you were gonna do if you were gonna try and finish the project or if you were going to go see Aira, basically. Yeah, I feel like it's important to have that aspect of it because I want to like see how Aira's doing because it's mm-hmm. been so long. Yeah. What us? Uh, what game would you like to play? What's the free-for-all one? A free-for-all is a fight. Okay, probably not that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think we're between conversation, dance, stealing time. Um, I let's don't do... know if... Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to think conversation over food because she can only eat when you're there. Yeah, that's true. Let's do that. Yeah. That feels most appropriate. Yeah. Okay. 
So we've already said those rules recently, so let's just get right into it. Uh, who has the most social standing? It feels very even here. It does. Uh, we could roll. A, we could roll some dice. Yeah, here I'll roll a die. Uh, Era is high. I rolled a three. You go first. Cool. Okay. So what do you? What did you make for her? <laughs> I mean, like, kind of the ongoing thing that uh, Juniper's doing is trying to make her like be familiar like with what is outside in the real world mm-hmm. so um honestly maybe could i make like the kraken calamari <laughs> like some like really good like kraken dish and be like yeah. this is what they're trying to catch right now like, maybe maybe they actually brought the first one back like okay. maybe we get to see that, that at the too. end of the month uh that they've brought a it's, I want to be clear what the, like we get a shot of, of them, like four or five sca- uh, ice skimmers dragging this thing because it's mm-hmm. the size of a small spaceship. Dang. And it's okay. kind of, it's kind of got like a crab squid situation going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you make that. And I think Era is uh, pretty delighted by this. I think she asks for different sauces of different kinds, like, because she's trying to figure out what flavors she likes still. Like, right, right. Does she, is she a person who likes sweet things or spicy? Like, where? So she's just trying all kinds of things. Um, I feel like it's like almost like a whole platter of like, like there's like the calamari and stuff, and then there's just like ten different sauces. Like, yes, around exactly, it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like some of them are terrible combinations because she's also like. What if I'm one of those weirdos who just likes weird right. combinations, right? You know? Sure. So, like, I will dip this calamari in peanut butter. Will that be good? Probably oh, not. But I will try it. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. I yeah. Okay. All right. I need you to come clean about how you're actually doing. Do you? Yeah, she does. Juniper, this is, um, you've made me the nicest prison cell imaginable. You visit me a couple times a day at least. But the last person I talked to who fully believed I was real, who wasn't you, was bleeding on the ground. You talk about this kid Solomon all the time. I need to meet somebody. Like, I, I look, you're amazing. Uh, but I'm never gonna be free if I don't get to know other people. I know. I don't know if I can bring other people into dreams with me. If you could, I'd like that. I'm gonna try. Uh, and I... we're we're close. We're really close. We're over halfway done. Hey, if this doesn't work, like, like if there isn't anything better. Will you break me? Era, 
I can't do that. I can't do this forever. We're going to find a way. But if you don't, I need you to commit. I need you to promise me that I don't have to live eternity like this. I can, I can promise you that you won't have to live eternity like this, but if you're trying to get me to agree to killing you, that's not something you can ask from me. No. Don't give up on me yet. I, I, I haven't. I just... It's just been hard, okay? I know. And you don't but kill a ghost. You're not a ghost to me. If I'm not a ghost, I don't know what a ghost is. This is an eternity, okay? How do you know that? Because I love you too much for this not to work. I think Era is just her mouth kind of falls open. <laughs> I am going to say a thing and then I'm going to ask you for something. I am going to say that back with my own voice, a real voice, okay? Okay. This is a lot, and I'm going to cry, <laughs> and I very much, uh, I'd very much like to hug you and then f to be alone so I can work through it all. Is that okay? Of course. I think Juniper moves towards her just to like hold her. I think Aira lets that happen and then like tries to walk you to the edge of the forest. Before you go, I just, I want this so badly. I just don't want it to be a dream. Me neither. Um, I don't think there's like much left to say here. No. <laughs> Weighty seeing that. What? Weighty seeing that one. Yes, indeed. So, because this is a game, <laughs> did your sync score go up? <laughs> oh boy, there was there, there's a lot to that scene. Yeah. Uh. I mean, 
I'd like to think so, but also she's kind of aggressively said no to a very big request Aira made, so I don't know if that's... I think, maybe maybe mine goes up with her? I think Aira's went up. Okay. You did drop the album, and she yep. really <laughs> wants to say it back. <laughs> but she... She doesn't feel real enough to, so I think up overall for her. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go up too. All right. So you're plus two with her, and she's plus three with you. Yeah. Because games. Um. Because games. This is what they're supposed to be about, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, first week of the second month of winter. All right. Um, okay, I think I want this to be... Can I make accomplishing a single week task me trying to bring Solomon into Aira's mind? See, that sounds like a project to me. Because okay. you have to break to him that, hey, I have magic powers. Um, <laughs> okay. Fair. I think there's I think there's too many layers to that. Okay. Um, That's fair. I will remind you, you're halfway done on bringing uh, the hollow body back online. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think I was going to see if I, if I could do that because I am genuinely curious as a player. Um before she's like but i guess i could still do that even if she has a hollow body so um right yeah so let's let's work on that project then okay yeah so this is you and solomon continuing to do your sneaky uh mechanic project (laughs) (laughs) yes all right so rolling plus two because it's plus educated yep okay Oh, no. That's a five. No. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, Oh, cool. Okay. When the the, the, the GM determines an NPC may aid a PC even after Uh, the fact. Yes. (laughs) When I do, the NPC rolls their sync stat with the PC. And on a 10 plus, I may add plus two to the PC's roll. On a seven to nine, the PC names a cost to the NPC. If the NPC is willing to pay that cost, they may add plus two to the PC's roll. Okay. So uh, this will reduce Solomon's sync with you, but he's rolling plus one. He's going to try. Yeah, Solomon. Got a 12. (laughs) Heck yeah, Solomon. So we're at a seven now. Yes. Yes. Seven total. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, what does that look like? Um, how does Solomon catch your mistake? Okay, first question. What is your mistake? What did you fuck up? Um, I think it was a matter of like plugging the wrong wires into the wrong ports. Like mm. to, to a degree of like if I had like turned this thing on and they were in the wrong places, like it could like short circuit or it could be like real bad. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, and I would just, have lost part of the project. <laughs> right, he just catches that then. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good yep. to have a second set of eyes. 
So you yes, get indeed. a, at a seven and nine, you get a quarter of the project. So you're at three fourths. Yay. <sighs> I cannot imagine how much Juniper would be kicking herself over that. Um, oh yeah, no, definitely. So what? Especially like with what Aira told her. Like, right, right. She, I think she keeps Solomon. She tries to keep him around like more now. Cause she's like, I don't know. Like that really like brings her back. Because last time you did this, you had Rosewood. Yeah. Yeah. And in some ways, Solomon is... In many ways, it seems like Solomon is more technically savvy with this stuff than Rosewood was. Yeah. But I think, like... I think it... Oh, sorry, a, go ahead. Oh, but it's a different energy, you know? Like... Mm-hmm. Rosewood's like a, like a calm but grumpy man. Mm-hmm. Versus a 16-year-old who's awkward and high energy. Right. Right. And I think like I realize like I mean I mean it it's gotta be almost like cabin fever, right? Like Oh, it's gotta be terrible. I mean and I think I think that makes me recognize the extent of my own fatigue and I do see all this energy in him and all of this knowledge and I'm like, Okay, so you're important, um, and I need to like snap out of it. <laughs> cause on yeah, because on top of it, like on top of being trapped kind of trapped in general, in this community, you're mm-hmm. not, you are not going out that much either. Yeah. Like there's a way, a there's a way this could feel less cabin fevery. Right. But instead you send a lot of your day dream blooding and, yeah. <laughs> and, and working on a project that you can't leave your room while you're doing, right? Like, yeah. God, that sounds rough. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Second week of the month. Is this you... the sixth week? This is the sixth week. Cool. Um, Are we just plugging away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Gotta get her out. Yeah, that's the priority here. Because once she's out, then you guys can go back to the ruin and actually read this stuff and start. Yeah, that's kind of important. Yeah. Okay. Um. Ten. Excellent. All right. So you've finished working on Era's hollow body. Mm. What does turning her on this time look like? Um, it's less of that, like... <laughs> Because, like, the first time I turned her on, it was... This just doesn't sound right saying it that way. No, it Um, doesn't. (laughs) The first time I brought her into this body, um, I, like... Like, I was just, like, sitting there, like, waiting all day, like, so excited. Like, that kind of, like, giddy, like, I'm about to, like, meet this person who's, like, really important to me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like this time, it's more, like relief <laughs> like it's not so much like oh my god yay it's like thank god <laughs> like, right because like we've been working on this for over a month like um I, you know i've been talking to her she's been getting more hopeless like it feels more not necessarily more urgent but like more desperate <laughs> right know? yeah and so i think like i think 
I don't think it's like this like big moment of like, okay, we're going to press the button. It's like, okay, let's just press this freaking button. Like, yes. Like I'm like so excited about it. Like finally, yeah. you know? So um, when the hollow body comes online, she like, she fades in and she like sighs. You can see her body like sigh in relief. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of like kneels down to like touch her forehead as best she can against yours because she feels like she's there finally she can see something else and it's like this really sweet moment and then solomon goes oh my god you're dating her (laughs) and i think era turns (laughs) and like she covers her mouth and she's she's like you're solomon and and he like nods and then I think he starts doing the thing where he starts peppering someone with questions. Uh, oh, God. But nobody but you has asked her anything mm-hmm. in so long that she's just happy to answer anything. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, what is it like for Junipero to watch her talk with somebody else? Like, really talk? Because when she met Rosewood, he, he, was, he had been shot and wasn't really super coherent. Mm-hmm. And Basil was like, I'm not sure if this is just a neat trick or if this actually is a person. Right. Um, I think there is like, like the initial instinct is protectiveness. Like he like starts peppering her with all these questions and Juniper's initial instinct is to be like, hey, whoa, like slow down here. (laughs) Um, Like, cause she's very like, I mean, like her whole life at this point is dedicated to this digital person (laughs) right and um but i think she manages to like hold back and like take a step back um and it's kind of like it's kind of an odd moment that's like at first i think there's like a twinge of like i don't want to see jealousy because it's not that but it's kind of like you have to share her for the first time yeah, yeah, and it's not like because I mean she does she loves her, so that's not like because I don't think that love is possessive or jealous at all. Like I think like yeah. I think she's really excited that like Aira gets this opportunity to talk with someone else. I think it's just like for a moment, it's kind of weird, <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like when you bring your significant other to meet your friends or you meet their friends for the first time. It's like, mm-hmm. oh. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The other part there are of other their people life. in your world. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. That's a nice moment though. Mm-hmm. So I guess the day your days change then, right? Yeah. And I think the next part of this is gonna be going back to the ruin. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. After showing Aira everything, of course, I think right. that Aira, I think the Juniper and Solomon make a distinct point to show her everything. Yes, <laughs> like, but you have to do it slowly over ver- various parts of this <laughs> week, right? Because you have to do it when mm-hmm. no one else is around. Yep. Yeah. So that's really interesting. I like that. I like that week a lot. Mm, Third week too. of this month, though. What's next? Is it is it heading out on an ice skimmer? I to think the so. Is that a single week task? I think it's a single week task to figure out fully what the ruin is capable of. Like what is actually, 
because I, I don't think it lets you get any further towards doing anything with that information, but having that information, having Era there, read having her read everything, translate it, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Is that a special role or is that just a... Uh, uh let's see. You Wait, know what, what I... Th- you know what I think it is? Hmm. I think it's a, a a soothe role because it's not about like your brain power. I think this is literally about making sure that like Mother Iris doesn't feel like this is weird or suspicious. That you <laughs> that every day for for yeah. like most days of the, this week you guys head out to the ruin. Mhm. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So 2d6 plus 2, right? Yes. Yep. Or plus 3? Plus 2. Plus 2. Plus 2. Plus 2. Cool. 9? Nine? 9. Okay. So in this case, you succeed. Um, uh, when you take an action that risks failure, on a 7 to 9, the GM will offer you a hard bargain or a cost. If you agree to that bargain or cost, you succeed at your goal as on a 10 plus. Right. Uh, so here's the hard bargain. You're getting through it, and it's like taken three days. And it's been three days of you guys going out for the whole day and coming back. You and mm-hmm. Solomon and Aira. And you come back, and it's almost dark. And as you guys pull up, like a parent, <laughs> Mother Iris is, like, is waiting for you cross-armed. And she demands to know what's going on. Yikes. She's like, I have overlooked this long enough. Miss Juniper, you seem like a fine, upstanding young lady. Solomon, I want you to understand I trust you, but I just need to know what's going on. Um, is Solomon gonna say anything, or am I gonna... No, Solomon's gonna look at his shoes. Uh, Got it. That's fair. That makes sense. Um, You're an adult. (laughs) Yep, I am the adult in this situation. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> um, Iris, I, I, I want to assure you that we're we're being safe. We're just it it gets <laughs> it gets um, you know, we feel a little bit cooped up in inside and so taking day trips to the ruin makes makes our day a little bit more exciting and nothing untoward is happening no well i can understand that please just no more sneaking around of course all right we'll come inside then and i think that's good enough for her for now (laughs) yeah juniper feels insanely guilty about lying (laughs) Like, I feel like she really doesn't do that much. Like, even, like, with Rosewood, remember? Like, oh, she, like, it was terrible. Found his stuff. Like, she didn't really... Or I guess maybe she kind of tried, but I don't remember. It didn't but, go like, well. Feels... It didn't go well. It didn't go well. And so she... It... Lying makes her feel disgusting. Especially to someone who's been so good to her. But I think she just, like, kind of panicked and, like, didn't know what to say. Because <laughs> she, like, didn't know this woman's stance on, like, anything. Fair. But you actually succeeded on that role, so now I'll tell you what you learned. (laughs) 
Yay! So the rest of the week goes by, and slowly a picture starts to form on what this place was. Solomon's mostly right. This was a place where prototypes were developed. Or very complex things for, typically for the war effort, uh, were built in small batches or in single use. So you kind of, and you kind of start getting a, a bit of an inventory and the, and their mo their, the projects that they were most frequently working on at the, near the end before they left the big project that they were working on, uh, they were calling the Matthias project, which interesting. They had managed to take the Oryx drive technology one step further Hmm. and they created fully synthetic beings without the need for a pilot's brain first. And they'd managed to make one, a functioning one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were planning on starting to take it on a tour to prove that it really worked. And so they'd lock, they, they, they've made him, tested him out. And once they were confident, they kind of, for lack of a better term, vacuum packed him. And they were about to take him on, on tour, essentially, when mm. the war struck and they were told that they were only going to be evacuating for a few days and they'd be back. So they left him and then they never came back. Huh? But here's the wild thing. You, you could build a body compatible with the Oryx drive. Like uh, basically a human body. It's not exactly the same. It's, there are some limitations, uh, and their their design was for a more perfect pilot, essentially. That's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. So it's a body that will be somewhat superhuman. Dang. The other things that the other two major things that they were making that they'd made a lot mm-hmm. of progress on was they were working on a new baseline model of mech essentially like they were like mm. eh, let's make the next thing right like let's make yeah. a better mech that'll help win the we know we'll make a better mech and we'll make a better pilot and we'll win you know that was their plan mm-hmm. the other piece of tech which they they hadn't really fully finished the whole mech design like they kind of came up with like a rough base but that was like that was next right that was the next step right uh the other thing that they'd figured out how to make was a mountable jump gate. Meaning? A ship or a mech could have its own jump gate. Oh. Meaning that they could travel faster than light. Essentially, to some extent, more or less teleport. Oh, cool. And they actually made one. There's one sitting in that warehouse. Oh. So, what I want to be very, very clear with you about... about, I'm going to be 100% clear on what you have just found. (laughs) There's enough... There aren't enough supplies for, like, a million things. Yeah. You could literally make Aero a body here. Yay! You could make a mech here. Ooh. And there is a P-51 
piece of tech that would let a ship or a mech jump from planet to planet, no jump gate required. Now what I'll say is all three of those things would be enough to turn the sort of stalemate war between the corporate alliance, the new empire, and the faith. Essentially what I want to be really clear with you about is you are sitting on top of nukes at the end of World War II. Sure. Yep. If someone else were to find this, that could be devastating for all kinds of reasons. Got it. But what I want to know is what would you... The only people who know about this, to be completely clear, are you... Aira and Solomon. Mm-hmm. And I think Aira and Solomon are of the mind of like, nothing's leaving for, for, for four and a half more months, roughly. Right. We have time to figure out what we want to do about this. But mm-hmm. it, it doesn't leave this room. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's on the same page. Um, but I... I mean, I don't, this, this can't stay here. This, I think Era's like, no, do you trust anybody with this? Any of it? No, I don't. Um, we're going to build you a body. I think even through the hologram, you can see her like, look flushed with excitement about that. (laughs) That's going to happen. But we might have to destroy the other things. I think Solomon looks like really crestfallen at that. Yeah. And she looked at him specifically when she said that because she knew that would be his reaction. I think Aira's like, maybe. The Seekers, they've been coming to old ruins and... Can you imagine if this ended up in their hands? And they're hunting me. I mean, even if it's in my hands, it's not entirely safe. If we destroy it, they're gonna they're not gonna that doesn't mean they're gonna stop coming after you. I know, but if if they catch me, Era, if they catch me and I have that Then maybe you I could that... win. Maybe we could win. Win what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want there to be fighting. That's why I'm here. That's that's why I'm separated from my family. Let's just not destroy a tool until we've thought about everything we could do with it. Okay. But we have to make that decision within four months. Yeah. So what does the next week look like? Uh, I think this is about building Aira a body. Gotcha. Which is probably a multi-week project. Sounds like a multi-week project to me. Yep. Is this week seven? This is week eight. 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 Okay, cool. I think this is rolling plus educated here. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, okay. And this is is you and Aira and Solomon again, spending just all this time. Yeah, so I was going to ask... So Solomon, he spent his bond with me, right? Yes. 
Aira has all can kinds I, to spend. Aira can help me, but yeah. she can do that after, so if I yes, fail, right? exactly. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Ten. Okay, all right. So what? tell me what this looks like. Because you're halfway done with this project after a week. Like, is this the first half? Like, are you discussing... Are you figuring out how to make it work? Or are you discussing what she wants? Honestly, I think both. I think that... I think, like, their nights are spent, like, talking about, like, what she wants. And, like, talking about, like, everything it could be. And then, like, their days are kind of filled with, like going to the ruin, looking at all the mechanical stuff and like actually like trying to piece it together. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I think half the project gets done simply because Juniper is spending all of her time there. Like, right. <laughs> and I, I think like, I think probably, I mean like Solomon's probably not there for all of it. Cause he has like other stuff to be doing. Yeah. He does have other responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think probably what she ends up telling like Iris and um you know people is that she studies this stuff that mm-hmm. she's it's kind of like an archaeological dig so to speak like she's there taking notes and like she that's not a lie like I it's mean not she, entirely it's studying this stuff yeah, like no no yeah like she's not lying exactly this time so um so I think that's her excuse for being there just all the time and that's why it gets done it's getting done so quickly yeah, so then let's let's push on to the next week. So wait, but so for the next week, I got a roll yeah. for another, yeah, it's another f- multi-week project. And it's the first week of the third month. Okay. Nine. Will Aira help me here? <laughs> I'm torn between thinking it should take more than two weeks. <laughs> No, I think it should take more than two weeks. I don't think she's going to aid here. All right. All right. That's fair. I also think her ability to do something kind of drastic is limited in the the holographic body she's in. Mm-hmm. All right. Second week. So I get, I kind of love this image of, uh, of Juniper just unbelievable, like pushing. Cause like you have so limited daylight. So it's like every second you can squeeze mm-hmm. out of this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. Third so week, week in a row of working on this. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. Nine again. Hey. That's enough, right? That's enough. Yay. That is enough. So two questions. I think we should have a conversation. Because you probably are doing the actual final details. Like the building of like the core body is the first bit, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like the details that slow you down this time. Right. So this is the day that you're going to put the final details on. It's going to be f- built and you can put Aero's like core in, in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe we should do a scene of discussing the details. Yeah. Is the, is Solomon there? I have a hard time believing that he would pass up the opportunity to see it be completed. I agree. <laughs> I think he's very good and quiet, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So details of, like, what this body looks like, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, what this body looks like, um, what it can be capable of, that sort of thing. Well, 
So Matthias. <laughs> so Matthias, yes. Let's talk about Matthias for a second. Let's it talk about like that criminal. It seems like maybe it should line up. <laughs> yeah. Here's the other thing, though. You could make some improvements upon the design. <laughs> Matthias 2.0. But for real, though. Sorry, Will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. So, um, Matthias is superhuman. He is capable of directly interfacing with technology by splitting his hands into, like, for lack of a better term, USB ports. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can record and playback memories through through his eyes. He can eat... Uh, but only for fun. It's not like a necessary thing. Mm-hmm. But he can taste. Yes. He, yeah, he mm-hmm. can taste. And like I said, he's superhumanly strong, uh, relatively durable. So that's kind of the the detail. He didn't get to choose what he looked like because he was actively built, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm gonna, uh, in terms of appearance... It, She's gonna look how she looks, like, in her mind, like, for real, like, unless she has, wants anything different. Right, I think Era's, like, like, she puts her hand through her hair, and she has those, like, flowers because she imagines mm-hmm. herself with flowers. And she's like, okay, this can't happen. This is, so just the, just the normal hair. I want, can, can you adjust it so that my skin is pierceable? Like, ears and, 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 like, lips and nose. Like, I could get piercings. Yeah. And, and of, could you... Of course. Could you make the hair so that it could take in dye? I just want to... I want to be able to do... Th- like, I don't want to just have it, right? I want to do it. Does that make sense? You want it to be yours. Yeah, but I want it, like, if I want to do something to my body, I want to be able to do something to my body. Does that make Absolutely. sense? I, I don't, I don't want to just, like, load a different hair color. I want to have to go buy dye and do it. Yes. We can definitely make that happen. And, um... I want to be strong. <laughs> like, really strong. Oh, you will be if it's... You will be. If I'm if I'm doing these calculations right, if I'm putting this together right, you you will be stronger than any of us. I just I, I have to be able to protect you. You've been able to do that all along. Even in ways you might not recognize. Yeah, but this next time I see Sister Stray, I wanna punch her in the face. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's make that happen. I'm into that. Outside of those spots I mentioned, can you make the skin any dur- more durable than the original? Um, I think so. Yeah. Like maybe. Like what if we what like what if we broke the the ceramic down and interlocked the the molecules with the synthetic skin? Yeah, let's try it. I think while this is all happening, Solomon's just sitting very, very quietly, like, like, this is so cool, but I can't say anything because it's also a weird, intimate moment. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good kid. He is a good kid. She's like, and I'll have feeling? Yeah. 
I mean... Like all kinds of feeling? I think Juniper blushes a little bit. <laughs> um, and then she like realizes like, oh, you're probably talking about like pain. Um, <laughs> and she's... <laughs> and uh, Juniper's like... Juniper's like, yeah, of course, yeah. The nerve endings are all there. Um, I... Yeah, I looked over it so many times that's the number one thing I think I I've really been paying attention to that I, I want you to I want you to feel yeah okay uh, then we should j- just do it then right we should just do it are you ready yes and absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> well then we should just do it Solomon, would you... And Solomon's like, okay, I get to do something. Um, <laughs> and he's, like, very gently taking the uh, her or her oryx drive apart from the hollow body. So this time, in case something goes sideways. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, one thing I think she insisted on was not having like the weird hands that the original model the matthias model Mm. had she just wants like (laughs) a couple she she said something to the effect of like i'm not going to deny the fact that i'm not human Mm -hmm. so i think she has just a couple jacks in her spine area so that she can still connect to technology just not so obviously (laughs) yeah not so body horror e (laughs) makes sense yeah so Solomon's doing that, and I assume you're the one like, three D printing this. Yeah, yeah, I'm pressing all the buttons. How does Juniper feel? Is that weird? That must be weird. It's very weird. Her heart is beating very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, she's being very careful, but she's just super ready. She's super excited. Yeah. So I think Solomon has to. Like, I think he's really scared because he's also placing his friend now on, like, a little conveyor belt that takes her away to go be put, like... Like, I think he follows because you have to stay in the control room. He follows the conveyor belt through the rooms to that room with the arms that, like, puts things together. And Mm. he watches it, like, go in and the... The computer's, uh, like, there's, like, a couple flashing green lights marking that that things have worked. And a moment or two passes, and Solomon runs back in. And he starts digging through his bag, which is weird, because it's still in processing, but it's done. There's nothing more to do. And then he, like, just whips out, like, clothes. Oh, (laughs) Yeah. And a few moments later, like, a hatch opens, and and a conveyor belt brings Aira out. But she's just kind of lying there. Like, it's bizarre. Because she re- cause it's like when you're in her dream, she looks mm-hmm. exactly the same. I think Juniper's eyes just, like, go wide, and you can see her, like, tearing up. And she just runs as fast as she can into that room. <laughs> and I 
think like wait is era like sitting up is she no she's like asleep oh she's asleep okay or it mind. looks like she's asleep she it looks like she's asleep okay um she just like runs to the side then and like puts a hand on her shoulder mm-hmm. and it's just like gazing at her and like doesn't really like know like if she should like wake her up or like but she just like kind of squeezes her shoulder gently i think in that moment juniper starts to feel warmth spreading throughout the body and then arab takes a breath in her eyes open and you can see that they're mechanical but you watch them focus on you and she reaches up and puts her hands on your face like she did when you had to rip her out of the robot. And this time it's warm. I think Juniper like closes her eyes, just like savoring every moment of it. Like this is the best feeling she has ever had. Avery just says, I promised. Juniper, I love you. I think Juniper just like takes a deep breath and like she's gonna lean in to kiss her if Aira oh, is okay is, with that I think Aira pulls you in and I think we could just leave it there on the kiss Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl Lady Juniper Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon Simple World was developed by Avery Alder, and Firebrands was developed by D. Vincent Baker. Soundscapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening.